Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde, and I'm back with another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. I would like to discuss something today um, that if you've ever met with a financial planner or if you've ever tried to use some financial planning software on your own, it'll ask you for your goals. And I think a lot of people kind of shut down there, especially younger people. I actually have um, some clients, they're younger, really smart, professional people doing well. And they said that they had previously met with somebody and they said, you know, we're not even 30 or in our early 30s. We have no idea when we're going to retire. Yeah, we'd like to be able to retire earlier, but we don't really know what our goals are. We haven't even started our family or they were thinking about starting a family. And I think that that's where the financial planning, financial service industry kind of has a disconnect with real world people. And what I would encourage you to do is to just try to make good choices now. And by that, I mean, save money, put money in your employer plan, particularly if you get a match. Um, if you don't, you can set it up to invest in an IRA or Roth IRA on your own. The thing to keep in mind, however, is if you want to max out your savings, you've got much higher limits in your employer-sponsored plan than you do in an IRA. So an IRA is going to be limited to $6,000 a year. This is assuming you're under 50. A employer-sponsored plan is going to be $19,500. So quite a bit more money that you can put aside, whether that is pre-tax or Roth. And the younger you are, the more I think you should lean toward Roth. So what I want to go back to is goals. What I would tell you to think about is not what your goals are necessarily, because those change. I mean, if you asked my husband and me what our goals were when we were in our early 20s, we were like, survive, have some kids, be able to retire at some point, go on some vacations. We didn't know they were all pretty vague. But one thing that we did do was we saved always at least 15% of our pay. We put it aside when we had kids. We started putting money aside when we could. To be honest, when they were real little, we didn't have any extra money. All the money we had went to diapers and formula and daycare. So, but once they got out of that stage and, you know, got into preschool that actually cost less than daycare, we started putting some money for their college away. So it's those types of things that give you choices later on. You know, the best time to start something is always yesterday. If I had done it 10 years ago, yeah, that would have been a better time to start. But the next best time to start is now. So if you're not saving anything, start saving. If you're trying to figure out how Get that credit card bill out. Get that bank statement out. Look at those recurring charges. How many streaming services are you paying for? I've talked about this before. Where are you spending too much money at the um, Quick Mart, the convenience store? Are you going out to eat more? Or are you driving through fast food? Figure that out where you're sort of leaking money. And it's not something that you're really passionate about. 
I don't want you to cut out things that you're passionate about. You know, if you love to go camping on the weekends, well, then you need to find some other place in your budget to cut because that's not necessarily an expense. I mean, realistically, but it's also an investment in your peace of mind, spending time with those you love. If you um, love to do um, go on trips or whatever, that's an important thing to put money aside. If your hobby is shopping, more power to you. Would you like to do mine? I hate it. But if that is, you need to set aside some money and that's your budget. Use cash because you'll spend less if you're spending cash. Counting out 20s is a lot more painful than handing somebody a credit card or even a debit card. And so that's what you need to focus on because what you're trying to do, it's these little steps done over and over again. And then you're going to get five years from now and you're going to realize that you've got fifty, a hundred thousand dollars in your retirement account. You've got some money in your kids' college. You've, you've done these things and they build on each other. It doesn't seem like much today, but good decisions compounded over time is how you become financially successful. It's how you become the millionaire next door. There is no magic trick, but along the way, don't get so caught up in saving and not spending any money that you forget to enjoy the people in your life, um, your friends, your family, and, and to take, take time and take money to have those experiences because those will be what you have to look back on. Um, one thing I do want to touch on a little bit because I see it comes up a lot. There's this huge um, sports complex in kids' sports to get them to, as we called it in our family, go pro and do something more than playing rec league ball. And if your child just loves it and, you know, they can't get enough of it, you know, when they're not at practice, they're out in the yard, they're dragging you up, that's one thing. But for most of the kids I see, it's the parents get caught up in it. They're like, well, I want to give them this. But the downside to that is, and there's starting to be some a lot of studies on this, um, downsides to this for kids, they get burnt out. They, um, there was an article this week about one of the players for Connecticut basketball. She's going to be out with an ACL, and they think that it could be because she never got any rest between seasons when she was a kid. She just played basketball all the time, and her body never had a chance to fully heal. So I think that that's real. I also think kids have burnout and then they don't go on to play in college because they're burned out. So, and I say this because the cost of travel ball and these pro teams, it's not inconsequential because you've got meals, you've got hotels, you've got gas, you've got wear and tear on the car, you've got wear and tear on your family and the kids. So really think long and hard and, and maybe wait until they're 11, 12 to, to get into that sort of pro line of thinking. I know that a lot of us have read about 10,000 hours and Wayne Gretzky, and that's why he was so good at hockey, but you can get it without having to spend tens of thousands of dollars and taking your kids everywhere. So just really think long and hard about that. Look at the physical, emotional and significant financial costs for that before you just 
um, jump in because everybody else is doing it. But don't think so much in terms of goals. Think about making the best financial decision and just setting aside a little bit of money along the way, living within your means. It's not magic, but over time, compounding interest is magic. And let it work for you. Enjoy your life. And thanks so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.